When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. But you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite Repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not not evil. He's just a bit rude. Whenever these drain, it smells like rotten trash. Sometimes it smells like mold, depending on what color that comes out of this. Oh, God. I've been on a uh, pimple popper thing again. So, Your midday front butt. Oh. Country station and forget where. <laughs> in uh, Ada, Oklahoma. <laughs> That's right. I'll never forget that lady's pussy pustules under her breasts. She had to lift her giant boob up to get this stuff to tell us oh. that it smells like trash. <laughs> There's a better show out there. I have found the Holmberg Limit. There's a limit? There is a John Stomach Limit. Now, there's All stuff right. I can't deal with as far as like just watching my coworkers touch food and then offer me some more. Uh, you don't wipe your asses well enough for me to touch food you've cut. I don't do buffets. I don't do lines for food. I, I can't. It just it's that's and it's not so much that it turns my stomach that people doing it do. If you've ever seen general society, there's no reason to eat after them. But there's a show that I've been getting emails about, a couple people suggested See if you can do this, John. It's called Stuck. And this show, I made it through the first two minutes. And even I can't watch this. Now, I have trouble with eyeball stuff. I can't watch a lot of eyeball stuff. And for some reason, I've always had a thing with hooks. Like if a hook is in a face or whatever, I struggle needles. with that. You, you needles, like needles, I can't stand. Yeah. I can't do needles at all. Uh, this is a show about people who have things Stuck in their bodies. What's it called? Stuck. On purpose. Some of them. Because I don't think that high heel that went through that lady's eye socket was on purpose. Okay. And it's so down it's a, it's to a, the bottom. A collection. Uh, but the first episode is a dude who, uh, there's a dildo just fits way in there. And they have to go get that. And the whole intro is just showing what you're going to see. I could I turned my head about 10 times. I can't do it. And then the very first guy I could deal with is a little Indian guy. Uh, uh, dots, not guardians. And he goes into uh, with his daughter, and he's like, "I've had these headaches and this pressure in my head for a while. I just don't know what it is, and I feel it. It moves. It's like, oh no!" And they've got the little thing in his ear, and you see the butt end of something. He goes, "The uh, guy goes, yeah, that's a cockroach." And to tell you how crappy India is, his reaction was, "Okay, all right, you should be more surprised than that." If a cockroach in your ear, and it was not. A baby that grew, it was a monster that, for some reason, he sleeps soundly enough that a full-size street cockroach went right into his ear. And I thought maybe there. it, like, hatched there and had enough no, food there. It just grew so big. This is so the big. dude. 
He's just did zero reaction whatsoever when his okay. Man, otherwise I couldn't. So he said that he was just uh, he's batting at his, his ear the whole time. It, like, right. It's constantly moving it. around. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Wow. The guy's batting it like a puppy. Onion, he said he put juice. onion juice and oil. Onion juice. Always when his ear hurts, he just put onion juice in there. It works. Onion juice. I was immediately surprised at like you know what did he do? Just go make some juice some onions or did he have it for you know cooking purposes i wasn't sure i just kept waiting for that guy go, so stupid indian <laughs> i know like, but like an ancient indian this guy's not an indian for ear he's not the other guy is his granddaughter told me that's so, not so you, guardians so yeah i know but how did so this guy his they're not in is, india no he lives here brady they've moved all that's over the what world i'm saying but you were saying that's how so the roach got in oh here in the states but that's what i'm saying he's from india so it's not surprising to him there's a roach in his ear. Just us Americans. I'll do my best to not have there, all he does is juice an onion and pour it in his head. Sharp. So this part I had no problem with. Then they start getting into uh, heels in people's eyeballs and slides their eye to the side and it's poked out and there's a heel all the way. I don't even know how that happens. And then one guy had a fishing hook like right under his eyelid and it was like a big lure. Just snagged it. There it is. Look at the roach. Look at the size of that thing. And that's the butt of it. I can't. <laughs> I mean, and what's I worse about that is if I went to the doctor and they said, hey, you got a cockroach in your ear. We're doing a TV special. Could we put your face? I'm like, absolutely not. I, I, I live in filth, is yeah, all people will I got think. a roach. Ugh. Oh, look at him tugging that thing out of there. Forceps to remove the this show took me I'm to my brain, and I said, I can't watch it. Telescope, this so part of it was no I'm problem. Able to Once they got into the instruments inside of his ear, and there's an instrument that we call an alligator, which we probably should find a better name for that, because every time I ask for oh, an alligator... God. Oh, God. Right. And then oh. they tug it out. It this, freaks people look at this out. One. Patient the lost a sex toy in her rectum. Yeah, that's the, that's episode one. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, that's where they... start they, off with a bang. kick you off with that. They start you off with the, uh, there's no big deal to have the roach in the ear, but Stuck got me. I can't sit through it. And the, and I, there's something about it that... What these people are pulling out oh. of their, their feces... I told you... Turn it off. I told you. <laughs> yes. Did I not warn you? But how do you go on TV someone with this? Or someone being referred to you in clinic. In the emergency room, a lot of times oh, we see know. That's a stuff that you kind of would never really think. People get shot in the leg. People get... Oh, okay. I can't. Let's turn it off, Brad. All right, all right. That's enough. <laughs> Stuck. But how do you go into the doctor and go, I jammed a, a vibrator up my ass and it's, it's still climbing. It's up probably close to my lungs right now. And they're like, okay, we get a camera crew here. We can take a look at that. Oh, yeah. I want to be famous, though. I still want to be on TV. No, there's what happened to shame. Imagine all the so Instagram guy, followers you're going to get from that. <laughs> you're, you know? The clicks are going. Oh. Hey, you're at the mall just having a, you know. Hey, that, 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 I saw you on TV last night. You had that thing jammed up your ass so far you had to get surgery. That's me. I'm basically Brad Pitt now. You doing anything after the coffee? Yeah. Oh man, I saw you on Critics Choice Awards for best thing stuck up your ass. <laughs> I don't know how you go on TV with that. I don't know how you tell people. Hey, I got a. I understand, like, in a medical emergency where the doctors are like, look at this lady's got a high heel shoe in her eye socket. Can we film it? Yeah. Sure, yeah, you can film it. What sure. do I have to sign some papers before you tug this thing that's good 12, 15 inches too far in? Viral, baby. Yeah. That's me. Oh, man, I can't wait to put this on the grams. See, Brady, if your Instagram page yeah. had stuff like that, <laughs> what we need you to do is take a stiletto and drive it directly into your head. Finally, you'll be an Instagram worth watching. I had yeah. a good uh, good one yesterday. It was a little oh boy. stuck. Oh. It was a pipe that had stuff stuck in it. In you? It was a Sunday fun day. No, oh. it's just someone removing some Let's stuff from a pipe. On your Instagram? Yeah. So it's someone else's pipe and someone else doing something. You're just annoyed a neighbor. Yeah, with I your... thought it would be good to oh, God. clear the pipes. There we oh, go. and there's a pun involved. This yeah, is not yeah. a good start. This is where is this? Is this not your house? I have no There's, idea. Okay, but so this, this is just off the internet. So you just found something off the internet and you claimed it as your own. I got nothing. Brady doesn't. It's just. It's just sludge. Isn't what is it? it? Oh yeah. Brady, good lord! What? You put this on your Instagram page. Sunday fun day, John. Hashtag mud mud shark. <laughs> Release the kraken. <laughs> hashtag let it go. What the world was that? It's just a pipe just with a mud in it. Shark. <laughs> What's wrong with you? The comments are hilarious. Oh, are yeah, they? like kill yourself, <laughs> stop with Instagram, please don't do this anymore. It's not poop. Ugh. Oh, Brady. You like the dog with the, the zoomies? No, I don't want to watch your Instagram page. Don't sell it to me. This is a used car no one wants to see. There's a dog with zoomies. That's right. Okay. Thank you, Brady, for other people's <laughs> lives as your Instagram page. I saw this on Instagram. I thought it'd be fun. It's not yours.
Yeah, but I it's saw all it. mine. Ed Boss okay. KUPD. Check it out. <laughs> yeah, go to adbosskupd.com. Brady needs some extra cash, evidently. <laughs> yeah. Anything interesting happening in your life, put it on Brady's page because evidently he's got nothing going on. That pipe shooting out some mud. People want to see that, I think. You see my mud shark? Man, oh, man. <laughs> Hashtag mud shark. Well, my work for the day is Ooh. over. Oh, man. It's good to have you back. <laughs> Get that brain stimulated a little bit. Let's talk about some stimulated brain stuff. While we were gone, a lot happened. Baseball's back. As of Thursday, we got spring training. Tom Brady's back. Tom Brady decided, I don't retire anymore. We all knew that. I I, I didn't. I thought he was done. No way. when, When he announced that retirement, I remember thinking... Why do that? Well, it wasn't him. It was his dad. His dad called the television station later that day and said, he's not retiring. And I'm like, this is a publicity stunt for a Super Bowl ad. It made so much sense because last year he did that Super Bowl ad where he retired. And then it was like, no, 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 it's crypto. And it was, oh, it's a big commercial. So this this smelled from day one. But the, but he did the long letter this Yeah, last but the time, same but day it, he did the letter, his dad called and said, uh-uh. And okay. it was like, and, and, and when his family's, I'm like, oh, they're doing something. But then they didn't, and it was just him being indecisive. There was no way he was retiring. He was second MVP. 40, 44 touchdowns last yeah. year. You don't retire after a season throwing 44 touchdowns unless you win the Super Bowl, and he didn't. So Tom Brady coming back doesn't surprise me. Is he going to help the all. guy out that bought the uh, last touchdown ball for $518,000? Uh, geez, I don't know, but that's that's that dummy's mistake. You don't <laughs> Two do that. Two hours later. You don't do that. You make yeah, and then he's, I'm going to play. Yeah, I'm playing again. There's going to be more touchdowns. If I'm that guy, I'm doing some sniper work this year. Be worth some money. I'm, I'm taking his knee out. And, and, <laughs> it's preseason because I'm 518 grand for his last touchdown, and now it's not his last touchdown anymore. It's just one of it'll be 30 some less. Oh, that's brutal. His first retirement, but I didn't see him quitting. He's a he's not that. Aaron Rodgers got 50 million dollars a year. Ridiculous. Football's going to go nuts here in a minute. Uh, the Cardinals are going to lose Chandler Jones. God knows what's going to happen with Kyler Murray. Although he had another. A mental uh, breakdown correction where he put all his cardinal pictures back up on his Instagram page that he took down a few weeks ago with his baby fit. Now they're all back up again. Russell Wilson leaving Toledo Seahawks. The week was crazy, and it's going to get crazier. How do you feel as a Seahawks fan? I'm good with it. Why? I'm good with it. Because because he was going to break the bank. uh, The same way that, that Aaron Rodgers is getting $50 million, that was the starting point for, to re-sign Ugh. Russell. He's got two years left. Oh man, I just disagree with ever so, trading nah, a legend. Get it. I I know, I, hate that. I know, but it, it's HOF the business. The way the business has come. I just I just don't get rid of a Hall of Fame quarterback ever who's still playing. It's not like he's done. Right. That's the only thing. And I and Pete Carroll doesn't want to rebuild. So now you're just going to go out and pay another guy the same amount. If, well, if you don't want to rebuild, or Watson, I'm not sure if I want Watson. But, Deshaun Watson's going to cost you, know, you forty million plus all the problems. I know. So why not just keep Russ? Because he didn't want to be there. I know. That's the bigger thing. Nobody's talking Time about Russell. Time for the change. I think Russell wanted out more than anybody. Oh, and yeah. they're just not saying so. Yeah. But yeah, so that, all that went on. But you have your little, uh, and I hate to use this phrase, but mental midgetry with uh, Kyler. Last night I'm at the Suns game with the Lakers. And last week, a little prior, or was right before, Russell Westbrook decided to go public and say any fan that calls him Westbrook's going to hear from him. And so it's like, well, well it's guess all what? Heard. All the fans are going to do now, you big <laughs> Every pussy. Because all he does is shoot bricks. I feel bad for him because mentally something's gone wrong with Russell Westbrook. He's got the yips. He's got the yips and how. Last <laughs> night he could not hit a layup. But he had a press conference and said, you, you, you put that shame on my name. My kids are ashamed at my name. And they're getting made. And his wife made a comment about like, I can't believe these fans would treat him so. Look, there was uh, in the 80s uh, a man you might have heard of for reasons uh, other than uh, AIDS, Magic Johnson was known as Tragic Johnson because there was a game years ago prior to them. They won the championship in 79 or 80, but that was Kareem's year and Magic's rookie year. Then they had a few years that were trouble. Magic dribbled the ball out uh, once, uh, thinking there was more time than there was, and the clock expired. His nickname for about a year and a half in L.A. was Tragic Johnson. And people all across the NBA... They were still really good, but they called him Tragic Johnson. I never heard Magic go on TV and say, hey, you got to stop doing that. He was embarrassed. Chris Webber never lived down the timeout. He needed an extra timeout. Yeah, yeah. never, ever. Uh, Daryl Strawberry for the Mets used to hear from his own fans, Daryl, like they would taunt him. Mark Sanchez. 
butt fumble. Yeah, the but Westbrook. Just the names that would go along with Westbrook some of the stuff. goes on and says he, he basically threatened the fans that if you want to call me that, I'm not backing down anymore. So I was in the third row last night. I had my friend's bank seats, and all I did was scream Westbrook when he would get close, just trying to get his attention. Well, it got to him because there was a scuffle behind the Lakers bench last night with fans. And I don't know, the team was involved. How many people did Jeannie Buss knock out? There was a lot going on. And this whole section, which is section 103 behind the bench, uh, there was something going on. Uh, Normally where uh, TV's Doug Hopkins sits, but he sold his seats. Uh, And I'm like, oh, it would have been great to find out what the heck went went going down there. But it's... uh, it's really weird what's happening in sports right now because it's everybody else's fault. That little tennis player. Naomi. Naomi Osaka. Osaki, whatever. Or Osaka. Somebody yeah. shouted out during the match, Hey, you suck! She stops the match, grabs a microphone, and gives the crowd a speech uh, about and then everything. She, she's crying. Crying on the, her eyes yeah. out. And I'm like, I don't in think this, this is cut out for you. I don't think you're cut out for this. I think there's the everybody wants to say it's it's you know she's got a mental thing and so good for that's fine that she has to deal with that. I don't think she's cut out for pro sports. If maybe she's the greatest player of all time, but this is bigger than her. Like there's been plenty of guys throughout time who have been a little crazy and maybe had the most Man talent world piece. most exactly yeah. most talent on the floor but can't keep it together long enough to be in the public eye. I think she's one of them. And everybody's like, oh, she's got a mental thing, and she's got it's mental health issues. Well, get her out of there, because this is not doing her any favors. She can't hear you suck. And she was down 0-3 without going, I need a microphone, and I need to address the crowd. You are mentally not capable of playing in that thing. You need more mental health than you do tennis wins. The days of uh, the athlete sometimes thriving on those opportunities. Right. That get or getting heckled, adversity, and, yeah, and heckles. And she goes, "I've been heckled before." And frankly, it's it's. But I I remember Serena and Venus got heckled here at Indian Wells in Palm Springs. And she goes, "And, and your heckle brought me back to that." I remember the one time, old Pat Summerall was at the Phoenix Open. One of my proudest moments as a human being was that the Phoenix Open used to set up the the big broadcast thing in the 18th, way before it was what it is today. And my friend Mark and I stand there eating Milky Way darks. Not really understanding golf at all. Just told this was a pretty fun event. See Pat Summerall. And I'm like, hey, Summerall! And that's, it was dead quiet. And he leans out of the booth and goes, hello, boys. You suck! And he, and he just kind of just jars for a second his body. <laughs> and we laughed and walked away. And Pat Summerall just had to eat that. Because that's what you do when you're in the public eye. It's a thing. I didn't see Summerall go, I have to stop the broadcast now and tell everyone about Duxiana beds and heckling. <laughs> True value. All right, we get it, Pat. You got some sponsors. Now settle down. And then there's the Brittany Griner situation, which happened. Here's the deal with Brittany Griner. Every, every article I've read is it's our fault that she's in Russia in the first place. Yeah, that's all I heard. That too. if America liked WNBA basketball more, they'd pay their players more. It's your fault. You're a sexist because she has to go to Russia to make money. And I'm like, no, she doesn't because Brittany Griner makes almost $300,000 a year. Brittany wants millions. She may be living outside her means. And so in Russia, for whatever reason, and we've discovered over the last month that Russia doesn't have any gauge on what's good, they like women's basketball and pay those ladies a million dollars a year. So Brittany well, goes there with the million dollars. Now, now, is there some argument to say, well, if they treated the female basketball players uh, by paying them better, they wouldn't have to go to Russia. Yeah, but does that mean she has to bring weed with her, knowing or that parif- you know, knowing the knowing the rules and the laws? Those are the rules. You can hate the rule, but yeah. it's a rule. I've said that about people who are like, oh, these guys in jail for drugs for some. Okay, I agree that it was a dumb rule, but it was a rule. So if you got caught with a pound of pot, and you're like, well, this shouldn't be illegal. All right, you're right, but it is. So you're going to jail, and Brittany Griner and wandering the, and around. The timing couldn't be any worse. Well, no. With the stuff that's going on but as far as her, let, here's but a still, fine. She would have, she would have been arrested no matter Here's what the real argument. If it was a an NBA player, we'd have people there trying to get him out. Yeah. With her, <laughs> they don't even talk about it. Like, every once in a while, that situation with Brittany is pretty rough, pretty rough. Anyway, she's going to be in jail for she's five gonna years. To, she's going to have to ride it out a little bit longer yeah. before we get over there and uh, We're start We're not talking. going to Russia right now to start yeah. begging for Brittany Griner. we got bigger fish to fry with that kind well, of thing. But if LeBron was there. But if LeBron was there, he wouldn't have gotten the No, because China would have come over. Oh, that's true. Yeah, He's big friends with those guys. 
But yeah, this this situation of blaming everybody. Did they blame the NBA when Richard Dumas for the Suns uh, went haywire and did drugs? Did they blame the NBA when Tom Chambers got his DUI? Did they blame the NBA? Oh, they just don't treat him. When Barkley got his. When Barkley got, when all these guys misbehave, it's never that the NBA's fault. For some reason, it's our fault that Brittany Griner has to go play in Russia. Well, to take that a step further, is it is it Japan's fault that all their players want to come here and play in the major leagues? Right. Is it is it you know Yao Ming's fault that he wanted to come here and play for the Houston Rockets? Is it China's fault right. because he wanted to do that? Because all of the other players on the men's side go overseas sure. to play. Because they can't make it Golf, on the other side, soccer. so I can make good yeah. money over there. International game sometimes pays more because we don't like it. Look, I if I played cricket and started a cricket Guess league in the United <laughs> States and bitched that I don't get what the guys in India get, people would laugh at me. But the WNBA, for some, they want to be pioneers and trailblazers, but they want the immediate payoff. They want they want the twenty five years from now payoff. For a league no one's watching, and now Brittany Griner brings – and it adds to that whole American arrogance overseas oh, yeah. where we just think that, oh, well, I'm here because you want me here. I'm an entertainer. And she brought her weed with her. I don't want her to go to jail for a long time for weed, but if Russia is – I'm not – I'm one that's – if I'm playing in Russia, I'm following all the rules, especially right now when they're, they look at the West as like, all right, who can we use as pawns? And I think they picked a, 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 I don't, and they're trying to say it was a setup and everything else. I don't buy that. Because she it's, smokes weed. It's the vape stuff. It's it the was paraphernalia. Vape, it's cannabis oil. It's yeah. cannabis oil. It's illegal. It's just yeah. dumb to have it. And yeah. who, you'd think someone on their team would at least know, look, we're going into Russia. They're all smoking. And they've all probably gotten away with it for years. But right now, it's like buckle down on Westerners. Do what you can to, and they, they, maybe they did make an example of her, but she did it to herself. And anybody saying different is just trying to make a U.S. They're trying to be, you know, a patriot for no reason. She's an idiot. Bottom line, we have there are idiot Americans doing idiot things abroad, and she's one of them. If and she can hang stupid. in there a little bit longer, she's got a a great book deal, and she's oh, got the story she'll yeah. tell, and she'll have a TV special and all that other stuff. I don't want to see her get abused or anything. Obviously, you don't want that to be a political pawn where they do terrible things. But she put herself in this situation and reading all these articles about making it somehow or another sexist that we don't like the W. It's a bad product. Yeah. And women don't like it. Men don't like it. It just doesn't score. It does in Russia, which is why she's there. The same way cricket and rugby play in other countries and don't play here. There's money soccer. over there. You know who's soccer. Been going, yeah. Exactly. You know who's been going there for 10 years and made a boatload Diana of money? Diana Taurasi. Exactly. You she's know got a street didn't... named after herself yep. here. You know who didn't bring her weed with her for 10 years? Maybe she did. She never got caught. She didn't tell Brittany how to do it. Evidently. Don't put it in your bags when the German Shepherds are around. But yeah, it's just, I, I, I watch that and I'm like, what's going on with sports? Westbrook sitting there annihilating fans for giving him a nickname because he's having a terrible season. A ter- and all the memes that are out and, in you know, of him, uh, there's that uh, commercial with LeBron talking to young LeBron. Yeah. And the meme that's out now is old LeBron going, hey, in 22 years, you're going to get a phone call from Russell Westbrook. Don't take it. <laughs> and it's, they're, they're amazing. But this dude can't take it. And Westbrook is a great nickname, especially last night when you're watching him miss layups. It is. And, I mean, he's throwing blocks up there. And, uh, and it was fun to scream Westbrook. When you say that kind of stuff, you think back of all the ridicule – and jokes and, and heckling, that's part of the game to see if you're mentally tough enough to handle it. Things fans say sometimes are way out of line and sometimes it goes too far. But when it's just general heckling or they take your name on the road and call you Westbrick, it's because you have a name. People want you to fail when they don't root for you. That's the point of sports. Watching that uh, documentary on the, on the Buffalo Bills and the kicker. Oh, Scott the, Norwood? The life that he's had in... <laughs> wide right? You mean yeah. wide right guy? Yeah. yeah. that's what he's known for. They made Ace Ventura based on him, essentially. The, the kicker that lost his mind. Ray Finkel? Ray Finkel. It's basically the Scott Norwood. Donnie Moore, a pitcher for the Angels, wasn't even heckled, just gave up a game-winning home run to a guy named Dave Henderson in the ALCS, went bananas for a few years, and then killed himself. Sports is not for the feeble-minded. So people sitting there going, oh, it's a mental health. Yes, it is. 
And if your mental health can't take the pressure of it, get out of there. You might be the... How many golfers have disappeared from the face of the, the earth? And you're like, that's maybe the best golfer that's ever played the game. Rick Ankeel, yeah. Cardinals oh pitcher, might be the best athlete that's ever walked on a baseball field. Lost his mind mentally and had to go through and became an alcoholic and like uh, suicidal and Couldn't everything. Throw. For some reason, his mind left him and he got a case of the, the throwaways and had to come back as an outfielder because he stands on a pitcher's mound. His mind goes bananas. Chuck Knobloch. Chuck Knobloch. Steve Sachs. Countless amount of guys that were There was a they- golfer three weeks ago that four putted. The championship away. Yeah. On 18. And he probably... The, the champion on the final yeah. day? Yeah, on probably the final hole. Drank himself silly and might not ever be the same. The pressure is the part of the sport. But Westbrook not liking this is my favorite thing in the world. Because they the, the Westbrook chants last night were a blast. Everybody's laughing. And you can, you can see it's eating them alive. Which is the... Like if I'm rooting against the Lakers... And I know, as a fan, I can get to one of your players. Ugh. I'm doing it. Gold. Because that's part of being a fan. The, 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 the sixth man in the NBA, the 12th man in football, is to get under the skin of the opposition. That's the home field advantage. And I can tell you as many times as the heckling is going on on the player, that the player has poured in 45 or th- in basketball. Yeah. And they uh, turn to the crowd like you can't the get me. Yeah. And the crowd has to and shut And when up. it quiets. Yeah, you shot them. You hit a bomb. Oh. Yeah. And there, I'll tell you this. There is not much better than watching the Phoenix Suns heckle the bench of the Lakers up 22 at the end of the first quarter last night. They scored 48 points in the first quarter. Devin Booker goes over to Anthony Davis, who hasn't – he's a coach. That guy right. doesn't – he doesn't right. have a uniform anymore. And before the game, Anthony Davis said, if I'd have played the whole series last year, the Suns wouldn't have beat us in the playoffs at all. He goes, they can't beat us if I'm healthy. And Booker hit a shot that was just mind-blowing and turned and looked right at Davis and just stared at him for a second and then ran down the thing. And it's those are the moments in sports where it's like, really, bitch? You're down 22. You, yeah. Why don't you step up now and try to bring him right. back? Right. Suns beat him 140 to 111 Come on, street clothes. That That's was right. awesome. And there was a, a kerfuffle. Behind the Laker bench because they were getting on the team. That Laker team is not focused. They'll fight you. They'll oh, fight James the crowd. Worthy said so it's over the break. Awesome. Oh, there's not much better. But Brittany Griner, this is nobody's fault but your own. And I hate to see an American stuck in a jail in Russia right now. That's my American wave the flag me. But then logical me says it's nobody's fault but your own. I know better than to go to Mexico with uh, you know I hate the cartel shirt on. I know that's a bad idea. Yeah, that's not. I know what really bad ideas look like. And, uh, you know, Russia and pot. I'm going to look into the laws before I start wandering around or there. Or get super hammered and just go paint the town Brady. in Tijuana. Woo! Yeah. I, I carried my pain pills in my pocket. And I was nervous. They were prescribed to me. And I'm like, I shouldn't be driving around with these. I'm going to go to jail for this. And that's here in, in Phoenix, Arizona with a prescription with my name on it. I just didn't want to tell somebody why. So I, oh, like I was driving real like speed limit. Everything was perfect because I'm not an idiot. I'm not going to Russia with a pack of whatever in my, you know, it's illegal here, but big deal. I'm an American. And they threw her in the can and they should. But it isn't the WNBA's fault or our fault for not liking the WNBA that forces them to go play. If you start a new sport and you want to be the pioneer that says, I'm bringing this to the U.S. I don't hear, you know who I don't hear bitching and I can't stand them, but they had a game yesterday. The Phoenix Rising. I never hear them say, hey, Ronaldo gets $50 million a year. Where's mine? Well, you're on the Rising. So you got to work for that. you got to trailblaze your way to that money. And you're not good enough. And nobody cares enough. And you're in a little 3,000-seat stadium that's yep. not going to bring in that kind of money. And those dudes fight to get to the next level. Yeah. That's all you got to do. They're sitting there trying to blame us. F you. Another one. Jesse Smollett. Oh, man. He I was on. in Chicago when I got read off, too. That had to be nuts in oh, Chicago. Yeah. Then, oh, yeah. Did you hear his speech? Yeah. I heard parts of it. Hashtag free Jesse. Are it's, you kidding me? It's because he's black. Yeah. yeah. I know black people who hate Jesse Smollett. One thing we can unite the races on is what a dickhead Jesse Smollett is. What an it Gays, blacks, whites, Mexicans, everybody can unite and go, yeah. One thing we can all agree on. Jesse Smollett is the biggest idiot in the world because he went off and said, and then he, and I think he rigged his own suicide because he basically said, if I get killed in prison, it was no accident. 
which means for fame's sake, he might kill himself right. just to keep his name alive, wondering, did he get murdered? Were Weird. they keeping an eye on him? He's insane. Or he's trying to get that special treatment, though, too. Like, he put did. me aside from everybody They put him else. aside from yeah. They put him in a mental institution, which is where he belongs. And I, his brother's trying to get him out. And I'm like, you know what happens if he gets out? He goes to general population. You don't want to go there. He going to keep I'm him in the mental thing. I'm actually surprised that he got 150 days as it is. Because yeah. it's Chicago. Yeah. Uh, the most crooked city in America. That's so true. I That's was surprised true. he got that much. That is true. Yeah, but it was it's like the whole week, every time I turn the news on, I'm like, what? Why isn't anybody taking responsibility for anything? Russell, an old athlete like Russell Westbrook should go on and say, I'm having a terrible year, and I apologize to the Laker fans, and I'm going to try to turn it up the best I can. Nope, it's the fans' fault. This tennis player, you guys stop talking to me like that or I can't play good. All right. Uh, I've never seen anybody. And if she stops playing, most people you know, be concerned maybe a week or two and then move right. on. But outside of like slap shot? That's the last time anybody grabbed a mic and started to talk to the crowd in the middle of the game. It doesn't happen. WWE. Yeah, that's the only it. place where you get That's it. the only time. Could you imagine? And maybe f- they should start doing it. A football player that just grabs a mic. All right, my brothers. <laughs> Look, I've been hearing your booze. Well, and I'm tired of hearing booze. Marty Schottenheimer did it. Well, it, no, well, yeah, that that's was, to control that the crowd. That was, was Sam Weish. Oh, Sam, yeah, Weish, Sam Weish. Right. But he did it because they were. You you're not from Cleveland. You're he from wasn't. Cincinnati. He wasn't taunting them. They were throwing batteries, batteries. and yeah. ice. We're throwing and batteries, trying to hurt people. And yeah. there was an actual safety reason yeah. to bring get Sam the mic. They'll listen to him. Right. That's different than him going. All right, brother. <laughs> you know, I, I don't understand ever. Like, right, if, if she just said that yesterday in the tennis match. All right, brothers, listen up. <laughs> you want to say something? Fine. You need to chill out, Indian Wells. Which one of you said it? Why don't you come down here? Which one of you f words? me off the court. Come down here and say it to my face. At a tennis match, I'd be like, I'll be right back, honey. i got to go tell that lady she sucks. And you get right square in her face and go, you're not cut out for pro sports. You suck. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm one of the finest tennis players ever walked on a court. It's a blessing to watch me. Now, adorn me with love and admiration or else. All right, walk off. What are they, All they want is, and it's social media, is positivity. And they want to delete bad comments. Fragile. They're fragile. And it'll make the, it, look, the future belongs to the bully at this pace. Because he can... He can push, and he knows that the weak on the other side can't push back. It's scary to think about that, but the future belongs to the bully because they'll be like, I'll knock all these people over because that's how pro sports is going to go. And Russell Westbrook getting – oh, God, I haven't had that much satisfaction. That was the Suns' best game of the year last night. 140-111 just to just Cleveland steamer the Lakers in public on ESPN just to drop their pants – and have LeBron open his big uh, Chinese-loving mouth and drop a massive, what Brady's Instagram page thinks, just a massive load of sludge right into his throat, and he's got to swallow it whole because he put that team together. He went and said, we'll get them all, all these free. And he's got a terrible basketball team surrounding him, and it's his own fault. And I'll give uh, LeBron credit. He's not blaming anybody else. He's going out there putting 50 on the board every once in a while going, i got to do everything. And he's look. He's he's showing up. I don't like LeBron, but he's at least he's just going out there balling. Russ, he had what eleven <laughs> points and two boards last night. Westbrick, it's the best nickname in years. Enough so that the guy reacts. Yeah. Oh, the best. Ryan Dempster. I was a Cubs fan, and I used to call him <laughs> Dumpster. Dumpster. Yep. <laughs> Come on, Dumpster! I think he told training. him that when he I came did. He came in. I'm building. like, dude, I screamed Dumpster at the TV at you so many times. And he goes, that's part of being a fan. We frustrate you, you frustrate us. He goes, that's it. He gets it, though. He understands that his name is ripe for nicknames. It's fine. But, man, these athletes are getting soft. And as fans, I think we realize if we've got that kind of power, if they're hearing us, it's going to get louder. 
100%. And then what? Then then it's our fault when one of them loses their mind. Like I, nobody's paying attention to this Osaki girl. They keep saying mental health this, mental health that. You're right. Get her off the tennis court. That's what's causing it. I figured she was done after you know the meltdown of Wimbledon. Yeah. Whoever's handling her is not does not have her mental health in mind. Because basically, what keeps breaking her is tennis. Put the headphones on in between games. Yeah. Simone Biles and her twisties. It's like, okay. Mental health disorder. She's got the twisties. She doesn't want... I get it. Keep her out of there. That's what's causing the mental breakdowns is her sport. Go out there and conquer it. That's great. But if you start having multiple attacks because of the game you love has some problems that make you incapable of emotionally handling them, that's the catalyst for your breakdown. Stop doing it. And at that level, there are, I mean, there are a lot of sports psychologists. Tons. I mean, you get that on every sport. Which I think sometimes you dive too deep into. You can't. Yep. There's nothing worse than panic attacks. I've had my share, and I've talked about that being like, and it, a, a good portion of why I was doing it was chronic pain that I was ignoring. You either fix it or you keep having the mess. It, it just leads your mind down places you can't imagine. They're horrible. There's nothing. Everything you do with a panic or an anxiety attack is how do I make it so I never have another one of these? Yeah. And then another one shows up because you're panicked about having panic attacks. You got to figure that out. And you try to avoid the things that lead you to those. If this girl who can't get through a you suck comment without thinking of how bad it is can't get through a tennis match, then tennis is the problem. And I'm sorry. Or it's like you said, it, it compounds. Um, you know, it's not that the fact that that heckle happens. Yeah. Now it's in your head. Uh-oh, I have that same feeling of what I got. Here they come. And it just, boom. Well, it'll, it'll destroy you. But I, you know, I look at what happened as the week we were off, and I'm like, my God, what has happened to society that Russell Westbrook should be quiet? His wife piping up saying our kids can't even go to school anymore. I'm like, that's just bad parenting then. Then, then maybe Russell should quit basketball. If your kids can't do it, and a, a bad year means that, you know, your kids can't function because your dad's getting teased. Think of Paul Menchaca Sr. Think his life was easy going to work every day after his son pulled that crap here a few years ago, playing to be retard, and getting 19 different people to come wipe his ass until they found out he wasn't really retarded. And, and he had a junior on his name. That dude had to go to work and never once was uh, able to get on TV and say, hey, please, coworkers. He didn't get a mic at his work. All right, brothers. <laughs> I know my son did a little poopy retard thing. Sorry. That's just the way it works. It's just life. And quite hilarious, by the way, because Westbrook, that's your name now. Forever. And I guarantee you his kids heard crap when when their dad was doing well. I doubt it. Somebody no, somebody hated hated that guy. But he's never had a no, season no. like this. Not so like this. He heard right. mostly praise right, in the case. Right. Your dad sucks right. would be as far as it goes. But because he was doing well, it's easier right. to roll off your back then. Yeah, yeah if they're you know, yelling during a free throw shot or big something. Deal. Pretty standard. No, you're averaging like at school yeah. or something. But when you're kids. when you're averaging a triple double. Yeah. And you go to school, and some kid says your dad sucks. You yeah, just go year scoreboard. Thirty three triple yeah, doubles. Scoreboard. My dad's my dad's twenty two ten and ten a night. You shut your mouth. Mm-hmm. He doesn't suck. This year he sucks, and he's shooting a lot of he's lobbing a lot of of, of uh, hardware at the at the rim, and it's funny because he's a Laker now. You go to the most storied franchise, you go to the crown jewel of the NBA, and you muck it up. You just made thirty cities super happy, really happy. Because everybody who doesn't like the Lakers hates the Lakers. So it's fun to watch them die. It's how dominant they were. Yeah. And they still are. They're the, look, they're the crown jewel. There's a reason LeBron's there. They want that thing to, to, to be their example, and it should. It's the largest media market. It makes the most sense. Mm-hmm. Evidently, the Knicks are never going to be good again. <laughs> ever. Uh, ever. So New York's out. Brooklyn's got their thing going, whatever's happening there. And uh, it's just crazy. But, yeah, watching that last night was so much fun. And listening, and, and Suns fans, great job, because there was a lot of Laker fans last night. I heard a lot of you guys heckling Westbrook last night. Excellent work. Keep it up. Keep it up. I don't, know if they, I don't think they play again at home against the Lakers. It doesn't look like the Lakers are going to be in the playoffs. Maybe a play-in game. I don't know if they'll be there. If they are, a lot of fun to watch that happen again. So Westbrook away. Did they have um, Lego brick building out in the courtyard before the game? Look, just, would have been great to have a – Build your. We've been on the air last week. It might have been a good idea to have a contest to build a statue to Russell Westbrook out of Legos 
Or bricks. Yeah. A brick did, statue did to Lakers rust. come back at all? No, this I think season? that. Well, That's unless it. the playoffs happen, I don't think so. Just to, it was just it was just fantastic watching them get stomped into the earth, eat a big pile of Devin Booker poo, and then uh, and have to and then fight the fans like they got into a fight with a section because they're that screwed up. Amazing stuff. I just don't understand it, man. I just I'll never get it. But Brittany Griner, it's not anybody's fault but your own. Westbrook hit a few shots. This all goes away. Oksana, Osana, Osana, Isana, whatever your name is in tennis. You don't like getting heckled? Don't play tennis. It's not our fault. We've been doing, we as fans have been pretty consistent, I have to say. Over the years, I'm pretty sure we've been. Go back to Jackie Robinson, for God's oh, sake. Man. Listen to the things that that dude had to endure and, and was forced by Branch Rickey to not say a word. The reason he was chosen over any other player from the Negro League is because they thought he'll be quiet. He won't fight back. Because if we get a fight back, this is going to this going to set this whole thing back another decade. And Jackie Robinson just ate and became the MVP of baseball in a year. You know, it's interesting. Amazing. Is you watch that. Um, if you check out the Lakers thing on HBO, uh, the John yeah. Riley one that one's playing it, it, Jerry Buss, whether or not it's you know a factual quote but pretty close made the comment about the la markets like you lose a franchise in that it's the worst market to be in it's the worst they'll turn on you in a heartbeat yep yeah the fans have been pretty consistent we've been dicks from the beginning to the road team because that's what we go for you're supposed to be it's our moment we can't be dicks to our bosses out loud we go and grind it out every day at our jobs you guys are all driving to work right now it's something probably you don't want to even do and you get tickets to a game and you get to see these millionaires and these athletes that seem to have the life you'll never have. And you get to say, you know what? F- you. Live and in person. And there's no better feeling than screaming out to someone you're like, that's my adversary on TV. That, this is my escape. I need this fantasy to be real for just a minute. And watch them get mad at it. Oh. What was that guy named Robin Ficker? Yeah. The old heckler for the yeah. Washington Bullets. Bullets. Whatever they're called, the Wizards. And the dude used to get paid by teams when the bullets were out of it to go heckle the road team. They'd give him bench seats to heckle in stadiums he didn't care about. They're just like, hey, we'll give, we'll give you like 10 grand, give you good seats right here. Will you heckle the hell out of the Miami Heat while they play us? Like, yes. <laughs> and the guy was a hired uh, gun to go heckle. It's brilliant. Heckling is a good thing outside of stand-up comedy where it usually turns into a drunk girl saying dumb things. They're never funnier than the comedian. Did like, he throw any looks at you, though, down there since you're in the third I didn't know. I, mm-hmm. I, I tried real hard to get him to turn, and he never did. Like, JaVale McGee blocked his shot, and they called a foul on McGee. And I said, that was a good West block! West block! <laughs> and I'm trying all that stuff, and he just he didn't turn. But, you know, as the fan kept going, uh, evidently I got somebody over there because the Lakers started to fight the fans. Oh, I hate those Lakers. Hate them with a pack. It was great stuff. Great stuff. So what do you do with Brittany Griner at this point, if the U.S. government? Well, clearly we're letting her rot for a little while. I think so. I think, I think they're going to let her rot. We are. I think they're going to. I don't think you have much of a choice. Nobody that you can from really the State go Department over there. went over yeah. there because we they don't have a relationship. Are you going over there? No. no. I'm not going to yeah. go rescue her. Send in SEAL Team 6 for that. <laughs> You can have her. You guys wanted her more than 16, maybe. Yeah, but yeah, you ain't getting, yeah. you ain't you're getting the low level yeah. SEAL Team 16 I'm junior. I'm trying to make some phone calls. Yeah, I'll, I'll on her behalf. Yeah. I'll make a couple of pops over on the AT and T, but I'm not gonna send a crew in. I, I mean, for what they're paying now for the McDonald's food over there in Russia, That's they close true. them down. Yeah, <laughs> you got. I can get you a couple pallets of uh, Big Macs. Brady can always. He wants to negotiate with Big Max to get Brittany out of. <laughs> Tell you what, there thirty six a throw, a couple hey, of gallons uh, of secret sauce. Hey, uh, I'd like to speak to Oleg, please. Yeah. There's Oleg in charge of Gulag with Brittany Griner. It's gonna help you. Yeah, would you guys like a couple pallets of Big Max sent over there, and you send us our Big Mac back? Are you referring to Brittany Griner as Big Mac? We all are. You've seen it. It is kind of disturbing. Yes, they wanted her more than we did anyway. They were paying her a million dollars to be in Russia. I say she's half Russian. Traitor. She was over there during this whole mess collecting money. Nobody got mad at her for that. McDonald's won't even sell burgers, and Brittany was going to dribble for the oligarchs. Yep. 
blue jeans and Big Macs, and she's out in two weeks. <laughs> Brady still thinks it's 1983. <laughs> it says that Moscow on yeah. the Hudson. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was thinking, I'm like, wait, wait, I know yeah. that movie. You sent back saxophone. Yakov Shmirnov. You sent back saxophone, blue jeans, Big Macs. <laughs> Done. They go to please. Brady call, he give us Big Macs. Get rid of giant woman for Big Macs. We keep giant woman for one tray of filet fish. We say do it. I like the foil fish. I don't necessarily like that little mustard thing. What is the sauce? But I can scrape that off. You want your giant woman back. You give me filet fish. Yeah, it's the trainer from Dr- <laughs> yeah. Strago's yeah, trainer. Yeah, Strago's trainer. <laughs> you sick Americans. Yeah. <laughs> I don't... Uh, I think she's going to rot, too. And I don't know that that's a good thing. I don't know. As a patriot, I'm happy with that. As an American, I'm like, ah. Right. But she was over there for money. There's a. I just told somebody on text, there's a million movies that say don't F around in a foreign country. TV show about it. <laughs> yeah. They're locked up abroad. Right. You don't do it. I remember watching one where they tried to make me feel sorry for a dude who was running alcohol through the Middle East, one of the Saudi what? Arabia or something. And he's doing... 80-mile drives with a truckload of liquor. And he's getting paid. And he's gay. And he's getting paid. Well, he had a blowout on the side of the road and rolled the truck. Ugh. So it was a dirt, miserable road nobody was on. He dug a huge hole and buried all the alcohol. And then when the, the authorities finally came and found him, they're like, oh, are you all right? What were you doing out here? He's like, I was just driving over this. Okay. They get a little suspicious. They kind of chase him. They followed him a couple times, and he did it again. He went back out to go get the alcohol. They busted him. They're like, you're in jail for the rest of your life. I'm like, oh, it was a terrible loss. Like, you knew it. That's why they were giving you 50 grand to run Jameson from Halahak to Halahak. You're an idiot. Locked up abroad, except for the gay thing. And even then, I think, that's I'm, crazy. I think I'm just doing a lot more boob work. Against my will, if I'm a homosexual in the middle oh, of yeah, I'm just, you know you. what? I'll Dick, prove it to you. Dick can't be that worth it. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> it can't be worth sneaking around the Middle East. The forbidden D? Yeah. Uh-uh, uh-uh. No, I can't. Look, if you. If the, Come if, on, Ahmed, give me some boobs. If the rule is you go to jail forever, all right, I'll, I'll closet this for a while. <laughs> I want that dick real bad, though, but I know what the. There's too many. Hey, uh, what are you in for? It's not worth it. I got my own dick. I'll play with that. But man, oh man, I'm not going to go seeking it. They had the the um, uh, what do they call those guys? They're dressed in blue. They're like moral police in the Middle East. I forget what they call them. I think they, it's kind of like the morality. Police yeah, but they they're right. not like crime cops. They wander around looking. And so this the one Sharia guy, Sharia law guys. Yeah, yeah, they're they're not real happy with yeah. gay, and the, they what, look for what it. What is that? The Fab Five running around from Queer yeah, Eye yeah. or what? I mean, <laughs> sorta. <laughs> and then the one dude's like, this guy gave me a, a he, he holds this DVD up and he goes, he gave me a disc and. And uh, it was the dark web in Saudi Arabia. This will get you into where all the gay clubs are. And it'll give you like a blueprint. Well, you think those guys in the blue robes don't know about that? So he'd walk the streets at night and the guys in the blue robes would follow him around. He's like, I just knew that was the night that I, I couldn't. You know, slap D up against my chin. I'm like, well, what are you oh, doing? They still can't stop me. <laughs> Go to a D-friendly area. Yeah. Stop skirting. The- There's other deserts where you can find D. It's right there. It's Scottsdale. If you want to dress like a beekeeper and get a blowjob, well, do it here. <laughs> I had to wander around Riyadh and just get blown by guys. I'm like, you know, that's bad for like. A hundred reasons. I know. I know. Couldn't stop. I just love D. I, I don't think my neighbors, Michael and Troy, they'd have, this is my wife, Stephanie. They wouldn't, there's no way they would be in the Middle East. I think Michael would maybe try to blow a few guys, but Troy would be smart enough to not do it. This is asinine, but this is my wife, Stephanie, also. Did you say ass? Yeah. <laughs> I would be dressed up like a woman every day in the burqa and everything else. I'd be like, I got a D if you guys want one. But it just doesn't make sense. If the, if the laws of that country don't make sense to you, that doesn't matter. They're still the laws of that country. Period. Yeah. That's it. That's it. But you remember when, uh, was it Lonzo Ball or what are the ball, one of the ball kids they when he played for UCLA? Or? No, they went to China and they China. were shoplifting and stuff. Yeah. Remember how fast we jumped over there to try to get them out? Mm-hmm. Like we, were, like, we had like diplomats and people going, they're just kids. They're just kids. And I remember like they're 19. Our military guys are 18. If they got busted doing this stuff, there's they're getting in, they're in huge trouble. You're representing the United States. Get Lamelo out there, man. 
Get him yeah. back. <laughs> I don't remember which one it was, LaMelo or Lonzo. Or, well, they were just stealing with a couple of his UCLA guys. And we sent diplomats and, like, politicians. and everything. we got to get these ball kids sent out of the here. the apology police. He's got an NBA future. And we, we completely did. And we, you know, struck a deal and we got him loose. And they were in jail for, like, a week. Brittany's been there for eight or nine days and nary a whisper on the Suns broadcast. No offense to my friend Kay Ray. But he can't really bring up the Brittany Griner situation. Right. Let's just talk about Sun. Could Sue Bird get her out? She flies over there. <laughs> is Sue Bird? I think Diana Taurasi is like a hero in Russia. I think she is. So you float her over there and see if you can pay some people to get her out. But I don't know. They got a street named after Diana Taurasi out there in Leningrad. Oh, they have to by now. She's been there for 10 years. I don't know if that's a city anymore. St. Petersburg. Either way. Sorry, Brittany. Do we welcome her back with open arms as a Mercury? What does that say? Oh, it says, yeah, you guys go on vacation for a week, and KSLX starts showing commercials on Fox and ABC. Yeah, they're running spots. Mark and Neander Paul. What you call the last-ditch effort. (laughs) (laughs) Scraping it by. I I always said this about radio station commercials. If you have 100,000 watts of broadcast power and you need TV to help you, something's wrong. Those guys are doing fine. Yeah. KDKB is the one that should be on yeah, TV. Yeah, why isn't Izzy on TV <laughs> right why now? Why isn't Izzy all over your television? Because nobody knows where she is on the radio. <laughs> pacing. They're pacing themselves. Izzy uh, signed her death warrant with me. Oh, what happened? Well, I met her and, you know, said hi and stuff. I was being nice. And I wandered over, and I'm like, how you doing? And she goes, ugh, another bald guy with a goatee and radio. How novel. I'm like, okay, enjoy your nine months. See ya. <laughs> I'm like, that's not the way you say hello to people. Wow. Yeah. Well, and she's right. I think that's the truth of it. Is the problem is she met I you and me first. and yeah. uh, Mark from the Tim and uh, – or not Tim and Mark, the Neander Tim and Mark show. <laughs> There's a lot of us. David down the hall. There's a lot of bald, goateed guys. Walter White. I said, you've got the goatee down. Just yeah. shave your head. That's what I told her. Because, you know, I didn't say back. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Another mean woman in radio. Huh? How novel. You just signed your <laughs> yeah, death you, warrant. Well, see you. Enjoy your nine months. <laughs> see, that's not the way you say hi to somebody. But I was nice. I walked away. I said, it's nice to meet you. Enjoy your time here. Isn't that long? And then I walked away. I kept it all inside because I'm better. I'm a better person than that. I bash her on the air, away from her face. That's how you handle it. She was running her fingers through Brett's hair. Like, well, God, look at these locks. Can you blame her for that? Yeah. Amazing. His hair's amazing. Flat amazing. And by the way, there was an offer, Brady, saying, does your dad get some help uh, with the person? I don't know how much it costs. But it said, if, Brady, if Brady's dad needs assistance, I am available. My resume, I worked at Hacienda Healthcare for years. I'm a religious <laughs> family man. <laughs> Torpedo sounds like a great client. My last client, uh, uh, speaking of $500, because your dad wanted $500, my last client... Uh, I asked uh, my girl for 500 bucks for an abortion. She just ignored me. Oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Sign Nathan Sutherland, of course. <laughs> I saw a license plate the other day that said Shivo. I'm like, hmm. Probably shouldn't be driving. Oh, no. And finally, in uh, all the recap of our week off, as I had my uh, car taken care of, uh, I was offered a loaner. And there were three Dodge Caravans and a Dodge Challenger. <laughs> and a uh, guy goes, which one do you want? And I'm like, the red Challenger, of course. It's the, the Hemi bump up. It's right. got the 540-something horsepower. It's not the seven. That's or, plenty. Oh, it's more than enough. <laughs> That's a loner? So That was that a loner. The guy loner goes, well, at least you're going to have some fun when you get your oil This is available. Like, you're goddamn right. I'm going to have some fun when I get my oil chain. I'm like, picking these cars up for a couple days. <laughs> So I uh, hey, um, your car's been done for a while. That car, that Dodge, is so loud. This one might have been the seven hundred horsepower because I couldn't not seven hundred. They off, make a car that has seven hundred horsepower. Yeah. The Hellcat. Yeah. It, wow. it, it, first off, you touch the gas, you're gonna peel out if you're no good at driving, and I'm no good at driving that car. I so, thought they had computers that made it so you can't nope, peel out not, anymore. N- my foot's too big. <laughs> I uh, every light you can't help. But be a dick in oh, this car. Like, yeah. it's bright red. 
It's just at every light. And then you try to just edge in. Potato, potato, And you're fishtailing through every intersection. So I took it over to my friend Mark's house. And I'm like, you got to come outside. And you'll know when I get there. And he goes, all right. So I go to the house. And I just put this thing in front of his house. Put it in park and just gunning it. And Mark texts me. goes, I'll be home in five minutes. I'm like, oh, Jesus. I'm doing this for no reason. (laughs) So I drive around for a little bit in the neighborhood. And it's so loud. People Setting are off car coming outside. I'm not kidding. Yeah. If I hit it, I'm like, oh, man, this isn't fun. I got the windows down. And I'm just laughing. So I go around the block once, and uh, I go down his road. There's a, a straight, long road. 29 miles an hour sounds like a dragster. Make a left, go back around the block. I see Mark's garage is closing. Pull up into the driveway and just hammer it again. This lady's taking pictures of my license plate. Like She's had it. And I'm sitting there laughing. I'm like, oh, she's got nothing now. She just Westbrook me. She's going to pay for that because I'm waiting to go up on the next door app. So I back out of the thing, and uh, Mark's laughing because it's like, that's the loudest, stupidest thing I've ever seen. I'm like, it's just a loner. and we just, Whatever we want to do to this. And I hit the gas on that with my foot on the brake and just start smoking. Smoking. Oh, I am throwing. <laughs> right. And just 28 miles an hour as high as I got before I hit the brakes. The lady screaming. And I'm like, I'm going 28 miles an hour. It's just a really loud car. Ah! Photos, photos. So I've been searching all over the neighborhood apps and all that for because I want to get back on there and go, these bastards need to be stopped. They're never going to know it's me. It's not my car. She can search all over the place. Street racing. Yeah, but I'm 28. But then when she did it, I'm like, me being me, I'm like, all right. You think that was bad? Where do you see this thing going 70 down your street? <laughs> Flying up and down the road. Oh, it's the best. Only that uh, car. Yeah, the only bad thing is, is that you can have it for two days before you start feeling like I'm the world's biggest You're the guy. Yeah, I'm that guy. It was fire engine red. It's hard to uh, turn down challenges at every stoplight. And everybody tries. So you you put your turn signal on in that thing, and every Hyundai Elantra wants to try to beat you to the punch. Like, all I want is to be in the – and it also makes you drive better because – you can go 90, but you don't want to be the guy that goes, look at this right. asshole. And you just kind of ease into traffic. Nobody uh, with a car that, that that can get in front of you, they won't let you in. I don't know how people drive those sports cars, those those heavy muscle cars, because nobody's nice to you on the road. And even when you're trying to be nice, you just look like a flaming a-hole. And it's hard it's not hilarious. to go fast when oh, you have an opportunity. And, and, then when, and then you get the attitude like, all right, you don't want to let me in? You just you start moving. You get from seventy to ninety five, and you do your own thing. It is it is a set of balls that Brett likes muscle cars. So you live oh, your life yeah, with absolutely. that kind of thing, and they. But you never had a flashy, screaming one. You've always had really nice ones, but never that fire engine red thing. No, I think the Celine was the closest one that I had. Yeah. to. but but that was that was a kind of like a dark blue. Blue, like, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like almost a black blue. That thing never shouted douchebag. No. No. Until you started it. <laughs> and they're like, oh, Jesus, this guy might be a douchebag. But I was dying. Two great days. That was my vacation. The Italian horn on the front hood, though, I thought was, yeah. well, you know. And when he'd honk the horn, it was the Italian national anthem. <laughs> the Godfather team. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a great horn. If they sell it, I'm getting oh it. Oh, my God. Brett, uh, you kind of have to have that now. If you could hear Brett driving down the road, where is it? I just oh, Brett, it just reminded me. <laughs> just that guy honking at me? <laughs> you might want to get out of the way. <laughs> just chucking orange out. <laughs> That's too good a horn. Back in uh, Columbus, had an opportunity. I went to the Ohio State basketball game. It was the last game of the season. They're playing Michigan. And I end up having a couple extra tickets. And I called a buddy of mine um, from Cleveland. And he's like, I'll come down. So... Ricky Rogers' his name, he comes down, and he brings a buddy. And Brett, it was like you're at the game <laughs> over the top. This guy, his name was Marco. How many chains? He Beautiful. had the tank top, OSU uh, Buckeye tank top shirt with the straight T, T-shirt underneath. Nice. A couple of gold chains, Italian horn, and uh, pulls up in the mid-engine Corvette brand new. Oh, <laughs> you got it like that. 
gold bracelets, a couple of rings. And he goes, this is my buddy Marco. Hey, nice to meet you. Marco. And then he, he knows the people in the suite next door. Oh, of course. Tells my buddy, I want to introduce you to this guy. He, he's got some business deals he does in Columbus. Nice. He's <laughs> really nice guy. <laughs> Doesn't even know it. Yeah. The Ohio mob. Well, what? they're never around. Cleveland? Are you kidding? That's where they hide. Who's looking for Youngstown? you here? Who'd you hang out in this dump for? No one's looking here. We could go to New York, but we decided to take over Youngstown. Brady was sending me pictures of <laughs> Cleveland. <laughs> Look at this. I'm like, it looks like communist Russia. It's like the worst pictures I've ever seen. Every building the is the same. Is you could get a Big Mac there. <laughs> That's right. And you probably did. No, anyway. I did. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats this morning? All right, we got lots of fun stuff here. Hang on a second. Let me get to the right <laughs> screen. All right. Uh, All right, uh, ministry on the list, uh, New World Order with everything crazy going on right now. Uh, Sepultura, Soulfly, Thin Lizzy for our big return. Yeah. Uh, Skid Row. Yeah, I know. Uh, nothing More, Go to War, Sick of It All, Mudvayne, Slayer, Goth Brooks, uh, Power Trip, Primus, and Aerosmith for our return as well. Back in the saddle. Yeah, <laughs> back in the saddle. <laughs> Stop it, you guys. Stop welcoming us back from one week off. <laughs> We didn't. Brett had two funerals, and Brady, yeah. Brady had a pre-funeral, and I had cataract. Like, come on, knock it off. Uh, an eye for an eye is pretty solid, considering I only have one now. All right, uh, or you know, whatever. Territory solid. There's some good ones up there today. You pick it, Bert. This uh, is your world. Well, let's go eye for an eye then. Since All right, it's done. Did, get mine. Did you get your cataract thing done? Not yet. Yeah. Not yet, we'll but I had the same thing. Get a you have one or two. Cat- uh, cataracts developing in both eyes. Both eyes. Yeah. Not me, just one. You going to get new lenses? I am. Yeah. They're going nice. to rip mine out and put new ones in. Yeah, sounds Be bionic. Great. Sounds amazing. Yeah. Like, why, why in the world are we even bothering with glasses anymore? He, that's what he said to me. He goes, you'll never, he goes, you're, you're 53, you'll never, never have to it have gets, glasses. And it's organic. It, like, grows and shrinks yep. with your eye. Yep. It's amazing. I want those now for both eyes. Right. They even, show you, they even show you the lens, and they give you that yeah. eye model, and they're, like, pulling it around how it works. I'm like, oh. Yeah, he showed me how I'm going to see it, and I'm like, oh, my God. No more yeah. phone lights for the menu at restaurants? No, no. <laughs> the, the days of phone lighting my menus are over. That's it. Or holding are a menu getting, within an inch to my face going, yeah. I don't know what croquettes are. What right. is that? Are you getting the haloing at night, like, when oh, you see lights? That's horrible. That was me, too. Yeah. And it came out of nowhere. Yep. Just my right eye. My left eye. I, I drive around with, like, my hand over my <laughs> eye. I got like, this is good. I got it in both. My left eye's perfect. Right eye just went goofy. Ah. Probably get that Parkinson's next. Hey. Something to look forward to. Yeah. <laughs> Lord and have old man goals. Oh, I get man. the organs of a teenager. All I am is a walking donor. Because everybody, every test I make, man, your organs, your heart, everything's in tip-top shape. It's just these bones and these eyeballs of yours. <laughs> we got to get you in a chair. Just yeah. mobile. Or just just, if I die in a car the crash. the organs. Oh, the organs in this thing. They're going to top bidder. It's going to be thousands and thousands of dollars on the black market. My organs are pristine. The rest of me, I don't know what's going on. I got a lot of metal in my body, and I feel great now. But if I go to another doctor that tells me I'm too young for this, I'm going to punch him square in the face. I know I am. Uh, all right, you got it ready to go? Let's do this thing. Uh, it's good to be back, though. I kind of miss this stupid thing sometimes. It's spring training I week. Huh? It's nice. Yeah, that was the whole point they of taking reported yesterday, a week off yeah. in uh, March is to go to spring training games, spring, and they yeah. killed us on yeah. this. So instead, we filled it with funerals and doctor's visits. <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> Sucked. It does kind of suck. Toledo, did you do anything? No, I was here. I was running the best of it. Oh, that's right, because you took time off to go yeah. to Disney World. Well, no, because I'm no, taking Thailand. 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 Yeah. Thailand. Oh, so God, make that's it right. Hangover too. He still thinks he's going First to Thailand. First vacation at brothels. <laughs> it's happening. He still thinks he's going to Thailand in June. You're never going to make it. It's happening. No. And you're taking the whole family. Oh, yeah. How long do you plan on working? Save some <laughs> of this money. Go to Thailand later. What are you taking kids to Thailand for? They won't appreciate that. The no, they will. Son's They're going to have. It'd be no. different than... Like the first time we took them to Disneyland, they kind of appreciated it at the time that 
You think a 16-year-old boy is going to appreciate Thailand. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe. He might get the job. Life-changing. Well, you can turn into a man. You see Brittany Grinder. make sure he leaves his pens at home. That's right. That's right. You've got a little Brittany Grinder. Oh, I didn't even think of that. i got to tell Jane You're not only going to Thailand, you're staying in Thailand. Because your kid's going to get caned before he has to leave. You always have an extra 50 baht in your pocket. It's not Malaysia. It's Thailand. Close enough. I don't know where any of that stuff is. I know they're they're related in some. I'll leave him there. Continental way. <laughs> I'll leave him there. Don't bring that kid to Thailand. <laughs> Didn't Ralphie get in trouble in Thailand for having pot? Ralphie got arrested in Thailand. Was it in Thailand? Yes, he was looking at elephants. Oh yeah, that's and what he we're said doing. something, and some dog started to smell him. What he said, What's going right. on? Okay? What's going on? Yeah, yeah, it was I don't at the know airport, and they had like right, elephants on something. Jokes. And yeah. he was joking around about stuff about how hot it was, and that it was it was the humidity, and the dog just smells his pancakes. And uh, no, it was a bunch of weed that he had with him because he's an idiot. And they have like life sentences for that stuff. Don't take that boy to Thailand. Oh, you moron. Is there a Thailand adventure in Vegas that he can go to? <laughs> That's the one casino there's they don't Thai, have. Like, there's a bunch Dunlap. of Thai restaurants. Dunlap, right? Dunlap and the avenues. Most yeah, there's Vietnamese there, and Thai yeah. stuff. Just oh, go wander around Thai there. Place over by us. Plus, we're close to the Asian market. Yeah, we're close a, to Dobson. That's right. They've got him up Broadway. There. Don't take that board. I think there's Thailand. a Thai temple out west too. That you could okay. check out. I don't know. Restaurant or actual temple? Actual temple. Oh, okay. Brady thought it was Thai a restaurant. It was a waste of time. <laughs> temple I went there for recipes. That's how he knows. I didn't even know they had Jews in Thailand. I didn't know what they have a temple for. <laughs> Excuse me, Rabbi. Yeah, you're gonna be. You're gonna be there forever. You're taking that teenage boy to Thailand. He wouldn't. Unless you're going. He's to get coming a, back a man. He's coming back with a lady boy. <laughs> That'll talk about an eye-opening. Thailand. Of all the places to drag your boy, Thailand. Take him to San Luis Obispo first, and if he appreciates <laughs> the that, SLO? Oversee- yeah, take him to slow. El and, Segundo? And if he doesn't give you heat there, oh, floating him over. I can't imagine taking a teenage boy, let alone two of them. He's coming back a kickboxer. 13. He's not coming back. He ain't coming He's back. Not coming I'm back. with Brett. That <laughs> yeah. kid's going to sneak vapes in his back. ass. I'm <laughs> staying. Hey, by the way, let me just put it out there now. You're running joke. On TV, we're not going to be supportive at all when Fox 10 comes and goes, oh, what do you think I your fully... producer being trapped in Thailand? We're like, we told him. He's an idiot. That's fully expected. Yeah. We found audio of before yeah, he left. We have no <laughs> ties to you, whatever. Guys, he decided He decided to stay. Yeah. Oh, he has to. <laughs> he's, he's producing Thai in the morning. Unlike his own father, he refuses to leave his kid in Thailand. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, that'll be the one thing that, that trickled down. Yeah, leave his that's, ass there. That's when you know that it's uh, you can't escape. Like father like son. You can't escape being <laughs> being your dad. Eventually, you turn into your dad, and yours is going to be in Thailand. That boy's going to rot in a bamboo jail cell. I don't even know where it is, but that's a dumb trip. You don't know where Thailand is? It's over there. It's over there somewhere. <laughs> Directly west. Until you see the signs that say you're going to jail, Alex. <laughs> oh, Toledo. I didn't even think of that. The Griner and Toledo Boy situation. Toledo Boy. I hope you come back from Thailand and Toledo Boy is a new phrase they use over there. <laughs> oh, I had a little Toledo Boy last night. Oh, good Toledo Boy. You're the one dragging him over there. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.